Good morning and welcome to Hochma and Coffee. Man, it has been a while, but we are beginning a brand new season and I'm excited about this, but it's going to be a different season and I, I don't know what to expect. In the past, we've taken on books that were very easy to explain and very practical verse by verse. This one, it might be a little bit tougher to go verse by verse, and it might take a little bit longer on some days, shorter some days. We might have gaps in between the days. But the goal of this season is to go through the book of Hebrews and to give you a nice overview, but also some good meat out of the book of Hebrews and aid you as you read through it and see what's going on there. And you'll see the way that I believe we can interpret these difficult passages that are in there because the book of Hebrews has some tough things. And I'll be very honest, it has some tough things. But today, before we jump into the book itself, I wanted to give you kind of a background to the book of Hebrews and why it was written and what's going on at this time. The first thing uh, that I want to cover today is that we don't know who wrote it. There's a lot of good speculations out there, but there's no perfect evidence for us to say conclusively who wrote this book. And so I'm going to leave that ambiguous right now. You might hear me slip up and say, you know, Paul wrote this. And it's probably just habit coming out that I refer to Paul as an author. But the truth is, we don't know who wrote the book of Hebrews. I love, though, that it le it was left ambiguous because it gives so much more weight to that first verse. Usually when we see a Pauline epistle, for example, or even some other epistles, we'll see it introduced by Paul or Peter, a servant, or, or, or you fill in the blank. But when it comes to the book of Hebrews, it begins with God. God. And I believe that that's, that's an intentional thing. God wants our focus not to be on any of the human penmen, but to be on the divine authorship of this book. God is the one who's the driving force behind this. Now, as we look at the book, though, we have to ask ourselves, why was this book written? Like, what, what's the intentionality here? And from my studies, it seems as though this is written, of course, to the Hebrew people who are believers in Jesus as the Messiah. And these believers who, who have claimed Christ as, or, or Jesus as the Christ, as the Messiah, they would often be ostracized by their family. Their family sometimes would even hold funerals for them, saying, you are dead to us, you no longer are a part of our family. And, and there was a rejection from the synagogue and from the temple worship, and they were being ostracized from something that they had prized for their entire life. This was not just like, you know, you can't go to the YMCA or to the gym anymore. This was being basically culturally cut off from your heritage, from your family, from your friends, from the meaning that you like you derived from life. This was a, a complete cutoff. And you can see why that would be so tough, um, being cut off from your family, from your friends, from your religion that, that you know, has been passed down from Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, all the way down to, to where you are. And to feel on the outside, you would have second thoughts. And you would think, man, maybe I shouldn't have followed Christ. Maybe I shouldn't have followed Jesus. Maybe, maybe I should go back and, and renounce Jesus and get back into the temple and get back into the synagogue and get back into my family. Maybe I need to give up Christ. Maybe this was the wrong choice. But that's where the book of Hebrews comes in. You see, the resounding message of the book of Hebrews is this. 
Christ is better. Jesus is better. And we're going to see the author of Hebrews pull up alongside the Jewish rituals in Jesus, and he'll show us why Jesus is better than all of those other things. And so don't go back. Don't forsake Jesus and go back. Stay with Jesus. He is the Messiah. He is the Christ. You can trust him and you can depend on him. Even if the entire world forsakes you, don't go back. And I want to give us this morning the same challenge. Don't go back. Maybe you had some things you had to give up when you trusted Christ. Maybe some friends forsook you. Maybe some family members forsook you. And you're tempted to say, man, maybe Jesus isn't worth it. Maybe I should go back to the way I used to live. Maybe I should go and hang out with the people I used to hang out with. But I'll tell you this, friend. Christ is better. Jesus is better. Stay with him. Trust him and don't go back. I'm excited to jump into this journey of Hebrews with you. I pray you'll be patient with me as I study this out and it might take longer for different episodes to come out. But my desire is to give us a delicious deep dive into the book of Hebrews as we wrestle with some difficult passages together. I pray you'll enjoy the journey and I pray you'll stick along for the ride. And so if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you can leave a five-star review, it helps this podcast be discovered by others. But thank you all, especially thank you to the patrons. You guys have been patient. You guys have supported. You are the ones that are keeping the podcast alive because without you, we could not fund this podcast to keep the the different programs and stuff needed to keep this up. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. I pray you guys have a great day. Stay encouraged in the Lord. And Lord willing, I'll talk to you tomorrow.